0: So much- you're listening to a
1: Mamma Mia podcast.
0: Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, you are listening to Mamma Mia's You Beauty podcast. I'm your host Chazzy Hunt, and I hope you're ready to get stuck into this week's Ask an Expert episode. Now, we don't normally get to New Zealand political here at You Beauty, but. As the rising cost of living continues to be a reality for all of us, it is hitting all aspects of our life, including our beauty routines. But one thing that seems to be still a non-negotiable for many women is getting into the salon to have that regular hair colour appointment. I mean, I get it. It's part of your overall presentation. You want to look your best and it makes you feel good too. But as anyone who regularly has hair appointments will attest to, it can be a costly ongoing exercise. So, to talk to us about how to better recession-proof your hair colour, I'm joined today by Weller Colour Educator and founder of Q Hair
1: Salon in Sydney, Monique McMahon. Monique, thanks for joining us on the UBD podcast. Thank you so much for having me, and I can't wait to share some hair tips about, you know, how to keep it all in budget.
0: Budget is the word today. Beauty and budget together at last.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: So, our listeners do not want to give up their regular hair colour appointments. This is a bit of a non-negotiable, but is it possible to be a bit more savvy when it comes to these regular appointments?
1: Absolutely. My clientele is definitely not going to stop coming to the salon, even though all of the general living expenses have gone up. It's something they're not willing to let go of, but there's plenty of ways to make sure that you still look your best and it works within your budget. What are the most budget-friendly colour options out there? If you're talking about in salon, definitely going for services like an express glaze or like a full glaze. It's a little quicker as well. Basin balayage, it can refresh your existing colour and get you another 10 weeks out of your colour.
0: What's the approximate price point on those kind of services?
1: You're looking at around $85 to $95 for some and balayage instead of maybe $200 for half a head of foils.
0: Is it important to shop around? Can you shop around? I think sometimes people feel once they're in the chair and they're having the appointment, they can't change their mind, even though the bill might be a bit more than they expect, or the quote might be more than they expected.
1: Look, the idea with a quote, and I think it's so important, is to give the client the opportunity to say, do you know what? I think I'll have part line instead of half a head foils today. It's to give the client the option. You know, we want to make sure we hit the expectation. You come in with a reference photo. Sometimes to do that reference photo, you will need all the big jobs. But maybe you're happy just to go with like ticking one box today instead of ticking 10 boxes. It's your choice at the end of the day. It's your money. It's your budget. You know what you've got to spend.
0: How much of a consideration should your natural hair colour be if you are trying to rein in your spend on colour appointments?
1: I think that the more you can utilise your natural hair colour and minimise the amount of colour you put in there, one, better for the budget, two, better for the health. The further away from your natural hair colour you go, the more colour work and the more expense it's going to be, of course.
0: Let's talk about blondes. It is a notoriously expensive pursuit. So tell me what the options are if you're trying to reduce costs but you will not give up being a blonde.
1: You can definitely have your color blondes last longer by home hair care. And I know it's a boring topic for some, but I'm a big home hair care junkie because I've seen the results over 30 years in the industry. So you're going to keep the creamy, fresh, bright clean looking blonde blonder by using products at home that aren't going to like build up on the hair that are going to neutralise any warm tones. So colour masks, anything that's going to rebuild the elasticity, the pH balance.
0: Is there any no-nos if you're trying to keep that blonde going longer, stretch out the time between appointments?
1: Put down the hot tools. For a blonde, if you are in the salon for four hours getting your blonde done and looking beautiful and go home and put a straightening iron on it, especially with no heat protection, you're immediately going to burn out that beautiful tone that was just done in the salon for you. Now, of course, we can work around it. We're not going to drop all of our beauty tips, are we? No, no, no. We're going to need those hot tools every now and then, but minimize the amount you use them. Make sure you're using a heat protection with them. Make sure you use them in small, fast motions. You're not like holding it on the hair for long periods of time.
0: Is there certain blonde coloring techniques that are less maintenance than others and then therefore going to be a more budget-friendly
1: option? Of course, there's so many levels of blonde as well. You could opt out for the classic French style balayage, not the American style balayage, which is a little harsher. The French style balayage, which is just beautiful hand painting, working with the natural underlying tones, that will last really well for you. You'll easily get three to four months out of a colour. But it does limit the amount of lightness you get. What dictates that is your natural base colour, where you start from. I'm
0: going to say something really controversial here. For blondes who are really like, I'm spending too much money on this, should they be considering going for a
1: different colour? Look, I think change is amazing and I think we should all embrace it at different stages of our life. When you change from being a blonde to a brunette or a blonde to a copper, which is so trending right now, like it is off the Richter. like every second client in our chair is going from super blonde to that beautiful, brondy, sort of glassy, glossy colour. So the glaze is massive right now. So if you are thinking of changing from blonde to brunette, Now's a good time to do it. But that decision needs to be made from the blonde, not the hairdresser. Going back to that really bright, bright blonde doesn't happen instantly. So you really want to make sure you've thought about it. You're not going to save millions of dollars by going from a blonde to a brunette, by the way.
0: That's what I was wondering. I'm like, okay, so there's good visual reasons, but is this a sound financial decision, as my accountant would like to tell me?
1: (laughs) It probably is for a short term. It just depends on your natural hair colour and if you like your natural hair colour as it grows out with the brunette. But you'll still need salon visits. You'll definitely still need maintenance, but probably not as much.
0: Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia! subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia! Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamma mia.com.au. Let's talk about girls in that brunette shade who are getting regular colour appointments. Tell me about some of the ways they can be more cost-efficient with their colour.
1: For the brunette, those colour masks are amazing. Generally speaking, everyone going from blonde to brunette salon will be going home with a home hair care colour mask. Might be the Wella colour mask. We also love the Colour Motion Plus by Wella. That gives another eight weeks colour lastage. So it's a little bit longer than the average shampoo and conditioner because it's designed to make colour last longer. You want colour-safe shampoos that are going to give you longer legs for your colour.
0: Aside from home care, if you're a brunette, what are the kinds of colour techniques you could be asking for in salon that are going to be more cost effective?
1: Generally speaking, if you're doing a normal half a head of foils or a full head of foils, you might be that eight-week to 10-week kind of appointment. If you push that out to just a bit of base and balayage, a little bit of hand painting in the chair, some soft face framing foils, and then a glaze to finish... You're minimising your time and expense in the salon, but then gaining another 10 weeks on your colour that you already have in your hair.
0: Let's talk about redhead shades. Is there a difference again when it comes to choosing what kind of colour techniques are used to be cost-efficient but also get the job done?
1: I'm going to say it loud and clear. Coppers, redheads, they are not cost-efficient. Ah! (laughs) Either you're prepared to enjoy the levels of fade that you get from your copper, or you're going to be back in the chair in four weeks.
0: I'm kind of shocked to hear that. I guess I assumed that expensive blonde, being a blonde is expensive, but actually being a redhead is expensive.
1: Yes, definitely. If you want that fresh salon copper or that fresh salon red, you need to have some products at home that are going to help maintain that. You need to have regular salon visits for extra toners, extra glazes. But as I said earlier as well, you can just enjoy the levels of fade. And then come back in six to eight weeks for your refresh or color overview.
0: I guess that's the thing. You have to be a bit more accepting of that fade zone and that you'll be living in that zone for a little while if you are trying to be cost effective with it.
1: And it's not a bad zone. Like you just need to know what's going to happen. Like Once I tell my clients, you're going to have a little bit of fade here, I think it will look really cool. And, but then like if you don't want the fade, you'll need to come in more regularly for your color for sure.
0: So we've talked about ways to stretch out that time between appointments. What about if you are a super brave person and you decide to do some DIY color touch-ups? First of all, is this a good idea?
1: Look, there's no gray area on this conversation with me. It's black or white. So you're either dancing with the devil at home or you're in the salon knowing that you're going to get what you need.
0: (laughs) I think it's for people who are having kind of grey hair start to show through. They're the ones who are really considering it.
1: You've got to get those eyeshadows for your hair while I do them. And then you literally just like dust it on and it blends in the grey area. It will stretch you out for another week. It's not permanent. It's not even semi-permanent. It's there until you shampoo it off.
0: The last thing I was thinking about was your haircut. You know, we've been talking about colour this whole episode, but How can particular haircuts or hairstyles combined with your colour help you stretch out between appointments? Is there any tricks?
1: Do you know what? There is a trick and a lot of our clients do this in the salon. If you break up your haircut and colour appointments and put two weeks between each service, you're going to revive the haircut with the colour, revive the colour with the haircut,
0: are there any particular haircuts that are going to work better with color as it wears on versus others where it's like the color will be
1: more obvious that it's on its way out? I suppose the big tip is like, don't cut half of your hair off You know, when you're trying to stretch out your color. Like it's a trim, it's a tidy up, it's a shape around the face. It's a little bit off the bottoms. It's taking off the split ends. It's not like going for a brand new look. If you have an all-over colour that's, you know, rich and brunette style or even like all-over blonde colour, you know, a solid line's fine. It really does depend on the actual hair colour and the placement. But if you're long and shaggy and textured already, you don't want to go in taking too many layers because you'll lose all your bright poppiness from the bottom.
0: Monique, thank you for teaching us how to get the most bang for our buck when colouring our hair.
1: Amazing. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I hope I helped you all out there. And thank you for listening today. I'm your host, Shazzy
0: Hunt. Our show producer is Michaela Floriano and audio production is by Leah Porges. With unlimited access to world-class podcasts, stories, videos and events for women, subscribe to Mamma Mia and feel seen and heard like never before. Chat to you next time.